Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Philadelphia Street, Whitty, California, at Underseen Comics. Keeping Up With Nerds presents issue 137. My name is Renee. It's Ryan. And welcome to the show. Woo! Filling in empty space, Nick. Why are you not clapping? It's issue 137. Why do I sound super low? Stop, Nick. You're, are, the way you grab the mic. <laughs> I didn't do anything. It's I the way that you grab the mic. That's how it always starts. I haven't done anything yet. I, you don't have to. You <laughs> literally can just grab that mic the way you're doing it right now, and that causes problems. See? It's that look, too, dude. That's a very <laughs> menacing, sinister look. It's only when I look at you in the eyes. Stop, dude. <laughs> Why you got to be this way, Nick? No, Welcome back. It's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 137, like Renee said. Good job. You didn't uh, stumble upon your words here. You knew which issue was. Yeah, because I understood the assignment. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you ever seen uh, the movie Van Helsing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, me and my brother, always uh, we always quote it. The, the scene where Igor is uh, torturing the werewolf. Oh, uh, yeah? And then Dracula comes down, and he's like, Igor, why do you torture that thing so... Is what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Anything interesting happened to you guys this week at all? Uh, no, it's been a normal standard yeah, week. Kind of I, went like... the, I went to go see Lion King last night. Oh, oh yeah, how was it? That was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot, a lot of Did you fun see Tom Cruise? What? I, why would I see Tom Cruise? Yeah, because apparently he was there or something really? like that. Yeah. yeah, or I don't know what it was, but Andy showed me like a photo from like the Pantages or like mm-hmm. some Lion King stuff that she saw on Instagram. Like, look, Tom Cruise is dressed up as Timon. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'll ask Andy to. If Tom Cruise was our Timon, oh my God, that show got so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't like trying to climb the rafters. Did you go opening night or what? That no, was an opening right? That was right? an opening night. No. So then it might have been another day. It might have been just a different day. Yeah. But it, if you haven't gone to go see The Lion King over at the Pantages or just in general, it's an awesome show. It's expensive. It's a, it's a, it's a really cool show. It's expensive, though. Me and Monica, uh, we got lucky because her brother-in-law has a friend who had tickets. Uh, that's so, how you went. No. We got we got orchestra. Yeah. We got orchestra seats. Like so we the were, front. Oh, man, oh I could, yeah. I could, he went with uh, J- James Corden. There it is. Wait, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, what that's a bad photo. It looks like he was photoshopped. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible photo. Yeah, it's a terrible photo. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. They look photoshopped. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So we went and, dude, I was so close. I could have, like, I, I could have, like, t- or, like, just put my hand out and, like, touched an actor. No, that's not what you want to do, though. Correct. You, no. you don't want to touch an actor no. as they're performing. I'm performing. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've heard. Just, I've heard it's really good. <laughs> just as, he, as he's dancing, yeah. just push him over. <laughs> oh, I just can't. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no. I thought he gets up. He's like, "What's your problem, dude?" Yeah. Akuna Matata. <laughs> Akuna Matata. <laughs> You just jump on. It means no. <laughs> <laughs> He starts singing over yeah. the whole musical. <laughs> For the rest of your days. We're gonna get we're gonna get demonetized. <laughs> it seems like it's a problem free mm-hmm. philosophy. You know? Akuna Matata. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the uh, what? In our D D group, I'm so uh I have a uh shield. That protects me in every single time that I have to oh do it. Oh my god! It protects you every single time from everything. So no, you have, so it, it's yeah. a floating shield that just hovers and protects me from damage. Uh, and the hovering shield has an activation word, and it is Akuna Matata. So it's really funny in every single battle that we have. So I have you're to, saying when it's activated, you have no worries? I do mm-hmm. because it's there. But it's every, philosophy, but I, dude. But every single mind. time I start my turns, I'm always Akuna Matata. Speaking of D <laughs> I would like to, I would like to bonus action Akuna Matata. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking about D and D, movie comes out in two weeks. now. It does. Yes. I'm super excited. There's that, and then there's actually another movie that comes out uh, this week, along with Creed Three, is Scream Six. Yeah. Damn, dude! Yeah. All these bangers. Lot, and then, of, and then Fast and Furious comes out at the end of this month. Woo! Yeah, we're gonna be using our A list this <laughs> month. Yeah. $25 a month has led up to this moment. Yeah. It's what <laughs> moment, dude? Yeah. Is what yeah. leap why, why did you guys pay $25 a month for March? <laughs> Just for March. <laughs> and then yeah. Super Mario Brothers comes out soon, too. Oh, that's this month as well. It's also this month. Yeah. Woo, dude. Yeah, dude. It's going like, to be awesome. Gosh. Every every weekend is going to be at the movies this week. Heck this yeah, dude. Um, Movie March I think, Madness. I think uh, if you guys... You know, want to find Wait. out what's going on for Scream Six? I think our real addiction will be coming. Oh, it's that. Miguel's yeah. movie. Okay, that's yeah. fine. But hold on, you just gave me an idea. Well, <laughs> what about if we put these on a bracket and then we do a March Madness of the movies that came out this month? Maybe next month if there is, because it's always March. Always March is always busy with. That's movies. what I'm saying. Dude. No, like, but what do you mean a bracket? Like who's gonna perform better? Yeah, like which not only perform better, but which ones are gonna be better? Oh, what if we and argue? We, and then as we watch them, we have to argue and then take like. Like kind of like go like I don't know Super Mario Brothers was better than Fast and Furious. Mm. Now nah, Fast Ten wins, dude. No, it's oh, not. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to. You're, you're, you might have to argue that. I have to argue. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. If you guys are interested in that, let us know. That yeah. might yeah. be. Yeah, that might be a mini cast. We bring it back from yeah. the mini cast. Especially since there's so many movies coming out, <laughs> yeah, they're all nice. interesting. And if I Scream would... Six wants a good running, Miguel has to be on this. Yeah, he yeah. finally has to be on the show. Yeah, he has to come in, in person. person. Yes. You hear that, Miguel? Scream mm-hmm. Six. You want it on the bracket? You got to come in here in person. You gotta come in here in person to, to defend every movies. time. And if he makes it past the next round, guess what? Next week you're coming back. Every single week. Dude, dude, we're gonna bankrupt him. That's yeah. fine. That's not our problem. <laughs> we're not accommodating for, your, uh, we're not accommodating yeah. for anything. <laughs> we're not accommodating for your I guess trans- sleep, for your sleep in your transport. car. I guess so. yeah. that's whatever. Transportation. Yeah. Uh, before we get onto our big topics, because we have a lot to talk about this week, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder: go follow us on our socials on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Keeping Up with the Nerds. Follow us on YouTube if you have not. Go subscribe. One hundred forty-four subs. Thank you to the two other people that have subscribed who have yeah. been listening and letting us know our retention rate is actually going up. Higher too, which is cool. Good. It's actually longer than the skit, so thank you for yeah. that. And uh, thanks for the comments, Lewis. Yeah. Lewis has been still on there. Yeah, really Apparently quick didn't shout want me out there, uh, to uh, Fist Comics for sharing our posts on their story. Did they? Yes, they nice. Did. They did yeah. what? Fist Comics uh, when we uploaded our thumbnail 
they uh, shared it on their story. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Comics. Thanks, comics. Yeah, you guys are you. awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you, Undercity Comics, also, for letting us record here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah, always yeah, advertise yeah. for them 140, Listen, 136 times. We know where our bread is buttered. <laughs> so, <laughs> as much as, you know, we're, we're shouting out Fizz yeah. Comics for, like, sharing it, you know. Susan, we love you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she lets us record you for free. Yeah. We advertise the store. Yeah, we'll we kill for you. you. Okay, no. Not <laughs> Brian's Nick already, will. No. Brian's already taken out a couple I, people. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I saw him tripping on lady outside. John was just for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on our uh, podcast platforms as well if you have not. Thank you guys for all that. Yeah, thank uh, you. Keep it up with nerds.com as well for our website to keep up to date with everything that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of uh, pieces of information that have come out for comic strips. So yes. should we get to that? Let's yeah, get to it. Cool. Good. All right. So we're going to talk about comic strips first, and then we'll uh, just kind of give you guys an idea of what this issue is going to contain. Uh, we want to go see uh, the uh, Cocaine Bear this past weekend. Really quick before we what get in, before we get into Cocaine Bear, I was telling you in the car. No, we're not um, getting into Cocaine Bear yet. I know, but. This is the story this, after. This cocaine is the story bear. after Cocaine Bear. Oh my god! So we're dude. so we're going over to because <laughs> we got in the car after yeah. we watched the movie, and then me and Renee are fat, so we decided that we should go get <laughs> yeah. in and out. Get some food, yeah. We should go get in and out. Sure. After watching a bear getting hopped up on cocaine, makes you hungry. It does. Yeah. It really does. I'm surprised. So, the bear was which you got gummy bears. Yeah, you jerk. I did. Yeah, where did you get them from? You got them free. Yeah, you got where? you got the tickets from the A list, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You were you were the lead entourage. Yeah. Somehow this dumbass gets the gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, he gets the. I gummy don't know bears. how I got gummy yeah. bears. Did you guys? Well, where, well, where did you go to get the gummy bears? I got them from the concession. The concession, really? Damn, dude, I, I wanted every, gummy bears. I just walked. I gave you some gummy bears, didn't I? Yeah, you, you offered, offered and I said no because I was eating hot, eat, hot, chick, uh, hot, hot, hot Cheetos. Okay, so you guys went to go get it. So we went to go get in and out, and as we were getting in and out, we're all talking in the car. A car gets really close to Monica. Mind you, we're driving Monica's car because my car is a piece. Who's Monica? Monica is my girlfriend. Okay. So we're my girlfriend's car. People don't know. Some people know. That's true because you know. The they Valentine's Day episode has it come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would know true. then. But anyway, <laughs> my girlfriend, my girlfriend's, we're in my girlfriend's car because my car is like you know, it's uh it's old, and it's not <laughs> bad. Her car is nicer. Yeah, yours. Yeah, <laughs> compared to yours. Yes. Yes, her car is definitely nicer. <laughs> so uh, we're in the car, and then this this van comes up right behind her, and I my foot is still on the brake, and then the car swings right past her, and then I let go of the brake after he clears it. She automatically assumes that the guy hit her car, like just straight up hit her. <laughs> when car. really it was Nick letting go of the brake and then putting it in park. Like I knew like what I put it. Was like I put yeah, it in park, yeah. and then I. So it's I the easy down. like, like that. The easy lurch. But the thing was, it was perfectly timed of the van driving Passing. past the car and then going like this. Monica, oh my god! Oh man, <laughs> Monica freaked out. Mm-hmm. She literally just went like. You about to see some <laughs> <laughs> With The door half open. She's With halfway like, out. Dude, yeah. Literally, her, her, her. The door is already open. She turns around, says that, uh-huh. looks me and Renee, <laughs> and then I can just feel Renee's like, Nick, you should stop this. Stop this, Nick. Stop this, Nick. Stop, stop, stop. stop. She's about to pull that man out of his yeah. car. <laughs> and. 
then I'm Nick like... revealed later on when we were in there, he goes, I kind of wanted to see what was how far it was going to happen. <laughs> I was like... So I told Nick on the ride over to pick you up. I was just like, dude, you're going to get someone killed. Like your joke. Monica's going to test your limit. <laughs> Monica's going to test that limit. Like, here's the thing. You're, you, you're, you're fine. So far, I think your jokes have been tamed in the sense that you know when to pull the trigger and when to reel it back. That's yeah. fine. But one of these of days, Nick, one of these days you're going to forget. Like you're gonna plant a joke somewhere, and it's gonna last like a couple days until it actually gets revealed. Then that person ends up dying. I've already planted a joke in your house, and you haven't triggered it yet. So. Was it Joey? No. What, what would you, what would you have planted? Never mind. I'm not gonna figure this out. <laughs> oh wait, was this what we talked about? No, shut uh-huh. your mouth, dude. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He has a he has a uh, he has a little living space in the <laughs> attic of my apartment. Oh, I've been living there for months. <laughs> Whenever you guys make food, I always like put like just like a giant spoon. in the attic of my apartment. There's yeah. uh there because they I guess it's like renovated to like be an apartment because mm-hmm. it originally wasn't. Yeah, uh, like old old beers, right? Yeah, dude, a bunch of old beer yeah. cans. Yeah, no beer cans. Mm-hmm. It's not even, they're not even full. No, they're just open. They're, oh. they're so old that they require those like little hole punchy things. Uh, you a know can opener. Yeah, like a no, not a can opener. It's like a like a little thing. Yeah, the can. It's a can opener. Sure, it's a can opener, but it's like a weird can opener from like the 1980s. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That those thing. little fat cans, like those. Yeah, like extra, the ones where you like, actually have to stab it. Yeah, those ones, the stabby yeah. can openers. Those, whatever you call them. I don't like know. Before, before the tabs. Yeah, it was, it was before. It was before tabs. It was like a pin, right? Yeah. Like so that. I don't know, dude. No, no, my... no, the, ta- t- the pin was the future. This is like it's this a is flat the top. This, this, this is a flat. This is ancient. Yeah. yeah, this is like a flat top, mm-hmm. like 1912. <laughs> Should we get into comic strips now? Sure. Good story, Nick. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Stop, dude. You gotta behave yourself. I'm married. It's okay. I'll be. I'll Stop. Be more, I'll be more. Shut, shut up. Shut. Shut, sure shut, shut, up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Moving on. Comic strips. You guys are new to the show. In the car too. <laughs> you guys are new to the show. Comic strips is a small segment in the podcast in this issue yeah. where we talk about topics that don't merit a five minute conversation because they're short and sweet and to the point. So here we go. We're going to talk about the first topic. The Haunting of Hill House creator has say uh, stated uh, that he has a pitch ready to go for a Nightmare on Elm Street. Mike Flanagan. That's his name. Yeah. Movie or series. Mm, I see him as a movie. He I did Doctor Sleep, which was really good. But also, I think Nightmare on Elm Street could be a sick series. It could be. He does. So I what, think that would be a. Cool one series. of the things I like about Mike Flanagan is that he does the perfect background scare, where he makes it known that the audience sees it, but not the characters in the story. They're they're not aware, but we're aware of what's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. And he does this amazing thing of like in the dark with these eye glows with all their with all like these evil characters. They all yeah. have like an eye glow. They're really it's really the, good. The other the I also really like the way that he can structure a story mm-hmm. where it's so perfectly told. Mm-hmm. Where if you go back with the information of the ending, mm-hmm. and then you go to the front, you're yeah. like, oh yep. man, he was. He was setting us up the whole time. Oh, yeah. So my question so I can totally see yeah. what if he had like a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, God, yeah. I can see him just setting up little Easter eggs mm-hmm. all the way through it. Yeah. Everything. That'd be great. My question is this, because Midnight Mass was very, very highly rated. And mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Hunting in Hill House as well was also very high rated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Sleep? Doctor Sleep. A- that was the sequel to The Shining. Was that, that uh, was that 
Yeah. Really well. Even um, originally Stephen King hated The Shining because he was he wrote the book obviously he didn't he, and then, he, he didn't like um, he, he didn't like how the movie was made how stanley kubrick did the movie mm-hmm. but he saw dr sleep and he respected mike flanagan of both interpreting both the book and the film into this movie so the reason i ask this is because i've always heard that there's one critique about his way of like creating series and mm-hmm. movies and stuff it's that it's too long because midnight mass i think is like an hour and 10 every like, episode every episode is like an hour at least a little over an we're not hour. talking about an hour with commercials we're no, talking about an is, hour straight yeah, it's basically it's a mini movie it's a mini series. Movie. Yeah. Every episode. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I've been wanting to watch Midnight Mass because uh, what's his name? Raul. Oh, uh, yeah. He's in it. He's in it. Super great. Yeah, he's, he's not like, on Twitter anymore, yeah, but I, I loved. I used to love his tweets and stuff. Cause yeah, he was on Funhouse, too. Right? He was on Fun. Yeah, he uh, before the <laughs> stuff. That, that, that's yeah. like the greatest thing, though, about TV over you know a movie is that you can spend so much time and you can spend so much development in these characters. And if it's done correctly, like Michael Flanagan is able mm-hmm. to do you really care. And not only that, but also the revelations that usually happen at the end of his movies are not only mind bending, but they're mind blowing. Yeah. You just, by the end of it, you're, I was, I remember when I watched Haunting on Hill House, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was like, oh my no, God. The story is so long, dude. There's like great moments he does with stories where he connects. Yeah. Like little things that's happened and then it you turn out when you watch more of the episodes, they're much more bigger than we I, think. Yeah, and I, I specifically remember certain parts yeah. where I was, I remember at certain points, parts while we were watching, yeah. while I was watching it, where I had to take a break. I had to take a I break. Think, I think one of the greatest moments in Haunting in Hill House was um, the crooked neck woman, the reveal of that Oh, woman. that was sick. That was cool. That was so, great. When was they a, finally a, revealed that. Yeah. yeah, who was in like going through like the different, like, yeah. the different oh. times that the, crook, that the crooked that neck crazy. lady had been had been found. Mm-hmm. I mean, had been spotted. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a good one. Uh, so real quick, we're gonna cut real quick. So uh, editor so, Brian's gonna take care of this, and it'll be like nothing ever happened. All right, uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, and my, my phone's been updated. We're now. back. Nothing happened. It's all good. Nothing changed. Nothing happened at all. But uh, Han, I, I'm interested to see what his, his take on uh, Freddy Krueger would be. Yeah, also be cool. interested who he would pick to be. To be That's another himself. thing. Himself. <laughs> no. No. Because, it's you all along, dude. Because the cause the last person they got to play Freddy Krueger was the dude who played Rorschach. He wasn't bad. It's just the he story wasn't, wasn't great. The other thing is that he, his voice wasn't different from mm-hmm. Rorschach, mm-hmm. so it was like he just used the same voice. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, oh, it's just Rorschach mm-hmm. that's doing these creepy things. Yeah, that's true. But also, I mean, it's it's, it's hard to compare Freddy yeah. Krueger's. There was one line that was like, someone said, "Oh God," he goes, "No, oh, no." Trust me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it sounds like Rorschach. All right, sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another topic. Uh, the Red Death has uh, been teased and finally revealed for the last season of The Flash. Season nine. As the uh, big baddie for the this. final antagonist. Yeah. yeah. So I think this was like known for quite a while already. It was. I, we, we, we talked s- about it a couple of months ago, but yeah. now we finally got a reveal. The suit looks good. Mm-hmm. I've seen the design for the uh, for mm-hmm. the Red Dead. It looks pretty good, uh, but it's kind of being anticipated as well that they might be bringing back a couple of the baddies from uh, the Flash TV series, so, mm-hmm. yeah, including Godspeed, uh, Zavatar, Reverse Flash, and Zoom. Zoom. So it's going to be some. But you were doing some research on this, and you found out that Reverse Flash, or excuse me, not Reverse Flash, the Red Death, is someone that we don't usually think we would see. As Red Death? So that was during uh, the, the whole metal arc inside of DC Comics. Yeah. And it was a diff- It was from the dark 
version of Batman. Mm-hmm. It was an alternate version of Batman where he steals Barry Allen's powers and he basically ties Barry Allen to the hood of the Batmobile and then they fuse together and then he basically takes over Barry Allen. Barry Allen gets absorbed into him. He now has the powers of the Speed Force, but Barry Allen is trapped inside of his head. Mm-hmm. And he's been like basically torturing Barry Allen so that way his subconscious can be like just shoved deeper and deeper into his subconscious. But Barry Allen every so often does get like free. And you can like he's talking to him about like you know, Bruce, what are you doing? Like this is you know this so is wrong. Why did he become the Red Death? Oh, he wanted the Speed Force. He wanted the Speed Force because he figured that the Speed... The only way he knew how to solve his problem was to get the Speed Force, and Barry didn't want to do it for him. To save his parents from dying? No, it was more of like saving... Not saving the world, but kind of like stopping something from happening. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And then he needed the Speed Force. Barry said that if I do that, then I would kill thousands upon millions of people because I think he had like run around the world, run around the Earth, Mm -hmm. and he would like destroy the planet. And then he was, he basically called Barry Coward, mm. <laughs> tied him to the, knocked him out, tied him to the Batmobile and infused just with him. Just and then, it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, t- and then took his powers and then he then did it and then destroyed the earth. So this is Batman, but Bruce the Flash. Yeah. It's Bruce Wayne's Batman. Yeah. But the Flash is yeah, not doing this. The only time we had a Batman iteration was Batwoman, the show Batwoman. Mm-hmm. And they did have a Bruce though. Yeah, but they never they never revealed Bruce, right? They did. They did. Second season. Uh, second season. Yes. In the very mm-hmm. beginning, they showed who their Bruce Wayne is, mm-hmm. but it was Thomas Elliot. So they showed who his face was, mm. but because they had Thomas Elliot come in, because um, also the other Bruce is Kevin Conroy, because mm-hmm. he was the alternate version. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Instead of like a Kingdom Come Rest universe. In peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did bring in Bruce Wayne uh, eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for that, they never got a chance to really dive into more Batman mm-hmm. stuff, just because the show ended up getting canceled after three se- after two seasons. Yeah. Well, when you have your lead. Leave. Yeah, Ruby Rose left, so mm-hmm. that's kind of a problem. And yeah. that's the other, but that's the other issue though, is that this Red Death is the Batwoman from the DC from their DC universe. Mm-hmm. It's not really clear why, ex- how exactly she became the Red Death. It's not exactly clear what her motives are, why she's against Barry. All we know is that she is the new avatar for the negative speed zone. Yeah. I feel like negative speed force. as the flash keeps going and going and going, it mm-hmm. just proves the memes, right? That the writers just want this show to end and they're just given an assignment to write a new arc for a new season. Essentially. And they don't know what they're doing. So they're literally just kind of pasting everything together, getting a paycheck and walking out. Yeah. It you know, sucks. Cause you know what? It, the show was good for the first two seasons. You know what? I actually would have appreciated if the final season would have been the rogues. If they they, no, they started that. That's they, the thing. And the thing is that they they, they teased it very yeah. early on in the show. They recast was it Captain Boomerang? They recast Boomerang. Yeah. They recast uh, which one? They they haven't recast uh, a new Snart. They hadn't no. recast Mirror. They recast Mirror Master. Yeah. They had like all these new ones, mm-hmm. but I would have loved to have seen the ro- like them going. You know what? Let's band together and let's mm-hmm. kill the Flash. Yeah. Like that's the only way that we can beat the Flash. Mm-hmm. Like, don't make it a speedster. Like just a go. Sinister Six esque. Yeah, of thing. give yeah. us a Sinister Six for the final season because that would have been 
awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Because you can then run through all of his villains that he's had over all the years. I'm going to be honest. I think that TV shows are trying really hard to kind of give us this grand spectacle when those grand spectacles should kind of belong to the movies. Yeah. It's interesting. The Red Death, well, it feels like one of those villains that you saw in the comic books to bring on TV. Yeah. It's interesting, right? It's also very new. It's very new. new. The thing is, though, it's that it, it seems like the, they think the show can't survive a season without having some sort of speedster antagonist. But see, that's dumb. But that that is. Yeah. And mostly every other season, except for I think it was season four or five where they had the Thinker as the overarching villain. Well, they right? had the Thinker and they also had, um, who was it? Uh, Cicada. Oh, okay, yeah. They had Cicada and they also had the Thinker. But I have to admit, I do understand mm-hmm. the thing because every single season, Barry gets faster. And even when he's like, oh, yeah, I'm faster than all the other speedsters. Well, now he's it's, the avatar for the speed force, for the light speed I, force, I know, essentially. It, but it, it sounds really dumb whenever <laughs> people are like, they do something, and then the Flash is like, oh, no, like I have to go like save this other person. And then they save this other person, and they look, and he's like, dang, they got away. It seems like... So, it's so stupid. So it's it was, so dumb. Yeah, it was, it's weird because when I watch you know, clips, I'm watching clips. I'm not even tuning into the episodes. The show. I'm, watching, yeah. I'm watching clips, and I think I stopped after the Savitar season, and I kind of watched the Thinker season, but I was like, yeah. I'm done, because it was just getting more ridiculous. And the they Thinker, keep, the Thinker they, was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, they, they keep giving a, dis, a dishonor to Wally. Wally's like one of the greatest sidekicks, other than Robin. In the DC universe, well, he eventually Other becomes like the fastest yeah. man alive. Yeah, yeah faster Wally, than Barry. Wally's supposed to be the fastest out of all of the speedsters, even faster than Barry, like you said. But they just sh- sh- shrug him off, and each every time he's in there, he's like, "Oh, cool." Wally's because Barry's here. the golden boy of TV. Well, it's not everyone knows Barry Allen. No one knows Wally West. Well, yeah, that well. the thing is, is that also they were having a little bit of issues with the actor as well. Was it oh, okay? I didn't know where that. the actor wanted to go do his own thing, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm doing, I'm doing my own Activision, and I'm doing all these other things. So I'm, I, I want to leave the show." What other things was he doing? Doing? he was the only thing I saw him in was Love Simon. That was it. I, d- I don't know. He's an <laughs> activist too, so he he. I think I'm pretty sure he was doing some other stuff, mm-hmm. but I do know that's the other reason is that he left to go do other things because mm-hmm. that was the hard part about the CW's mm-hmm. like sidekicks mm-hmm. is that all the sidekicks eventually leave, mm-hmm. except like Roy Harper. Roy Harper was there for two seasons. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. honestly, I do really like their version of Roy Harper. Mm-hmm. He did an awesome job. Yeah. Wally West, he was only there for like maybe two seasons. Two seasons, kind of like fully, okay. yeah. And then you were, and then he was just like, I mean, he was on Legends for a little bit. He was on Legends for one season, uh-huh. but then I think the writers figured out we can't have him on Legends mm. because he solves every problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, was, he's, too good. <laughs> he's too good. No, yeah, no that's that's how it is. Nerf him. If you have a speedster on your team, You're done. they can easily like, solve the problem. All like it was actually in an episode where they got out and then they were like, "All right, cool. We got to make sure that we get the we got to get the amulet. We got to do this, and then we got to make sure that nobody sees us." All right, team, let's go. And then as soon as they turn around, you just see Wally zip and then come right back, and he's like, "All right, so I got the amulet. What we supposed? Yeah. What else do we need to do?" And they're like. There's supposed to be an adventure that happens. <laughs> you can't just run off and go get it and then bring yeah. it back. And he's like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's not how this goes. And he's yeah. like, they got to nerf it somehow. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, do you want me to go put it back? <laughs> 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 but yeah, you can't have a speedster on, on the Legends team yeah. because he just solves every problem. Yeah, because every, every mission in the Legends team is just they have to be covert. They have to, there has to be some sort of 
Like yeah. you said, adventure. Yeah. 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 Whereas if I'm just the fastest man alive, yeah. I just I, I'm a blur. So I just which I don't run, know. That's I come thing. back. I don't know. This is overall. I'm I'm not. It's just ridiculous to see how the writers do with Barry or Speasers in general. Because at one point we, we talked about this. They start having. They start can they can carry or hand their own lightsabers or not lightsabers. They're lightning bolts and just use them as weapons. The speedsters. The speedsters, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'll be honest. Look, because we got to wrap up this this uh, Flash topic pretty mm-hmm. soon. Uh, but I'll say, after watching two seasons of The Flash, I was over it. I think the CW just kind of needs to get its, like, its, its head together. Yeah. Understand, like, okay, this is too wacky. It's too much. Just ground it a little bit. I, I like the idea of having the rogues be the villain for season nine for yeah, the last season. Mm-hmm. The simple concept of eliminating Barry, over and done with. Okay, that's not, it. That's not only that, but also I feel like that would also like Barry's already saved the earth. He's already saved everything else. He's already saved central city. He saved the speed force. Just give him some like low stakes villain, not necessarily low stakes, but like give him some like menacing villains that aren't speedsters. Give him everything else. And also this year we're getting Diggle back. We get Oliver queen Mm -hmm. back. We're getting, uh, what was it? We, now we have Batgirl back. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we're getting all of these characters, I, like really give them somebody to to go after, mm-hmm. and so I'm I mean I'm interested to seeing how they finish off how they finish off this series because mm-hmm. Flash is the longest running, it's it, it ran longer than Arrow. Mm-hmm. It ran longer. <laughs> no pun intended did, <laughs> or did, pun intended. <laughs> did they already uh, reveal the plot line of where Barry goes in the future? Like remember that you know where they you, did. They that did? was that was supposed to be Crisis. Oh, was that Crisis? So, okay. uh, oh my the, God, we gotta wrap this up. Okay, so hold Jesus. On. Okay, so sorry. So, <laughs> sorry, for, so for, I, I don't watch the show, but that's so, always been the plot. So the the, plot the, the the original plot was that Barry disappears in Crisis in a red sky. That's what it yeah. says inside of the thing. Mm-hmm. So during their crisis, mm-hmm. it uh, instead of Barry disappearing, Barry from. 1990 show disappears. Mm. He sacrifices himself uh, instead of okay. Barry Allen. Okay, I did see that clip. I just didn't put the two to two together. Yeah, so okay. he doesn't actually end up disappearing. Yeah. Also, that's the reason why Oliver dies because mm-hmm. he offers himself up instead mm-hmm. of Barry Allen and Kara. Yeah, and that's when they mend they mend all the universes into one, right? Yes. Okay. In other news, so then what does this? <laughs> 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 uh, Last of Us news: Bella Ramsey uh, apparently getting hate for the way she looks. That's terrible. Yeah. It's like, so bad. That's <laughs> why is it funny? It's one thing. Why is it funny? Because it's one thing. Why are you laughing? Because at this? it's one thing to hate really bad writing in a show yeah. that should just ground itself. It's another thing to say like, oh well, you know what? This actress is supposed to play a very beloved character from a video game series yeah. doesn't look like her, so I'm gonna hate her. They it's understand dumb. that the, the the voice actor also doesn't look like Ellie, right? Oh no, like, yeah, they, you no, forget that you have these casual people that are just kind of like ripping onto it for no reason. See, uh, another person that's well known in the world is Ben Shapiro. He he reviewed, or no, he watched the third episode and talked about it. And he goes, and he was just being so ridiculous. And I was watching a guy watch it, and he was like, "Yeah, it doesn't make sense that gay people are in the post-apocalyptic world." Ben Why Shapiro. Ben, ben Shapiro. Yes. I was I was like Ben Shapiro. Ben yeah. Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Ben Wait, Shapiro. Yeah, he's Ben Shapiro took yes. the time out of his day. Yeah. He talks about nerdy stuff from time to time. I know, but I'm just saying in general, like yeah. he took the time. Yeah, he watched episode three and then he started ripping into it of how ridiculous it was. There he was no took point. the time to be a homophobe in the yeah. apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I thought too. And he goes, and so then, so then the guy, <laughs> so the guy that was watching it, he goes, 
he goes, he goes, and then he even no says No one's got to, time to be gay in the apocalypse, yeah. right? So then, got to be straight. So then, so then Ben Shapiro said, well, I've never played the game, so I don't know what the story is. And I'm like, well, then everything you're saying is invalid, you know? And so then the guy even said he, the guy that was watching Ben Shapiro said that, you know, does he even know? He probably doesn't even know that Ellie's a lesbian. Like he does, like you could totally tell he doesn't know that, you know? So it was just ridiculous. That's dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. People see, it's funny how people are so loud about this show in particular. And they're the ones that don't know anything about the material. No, this is the opposite. This show is getting a lot more love than hate. It's Mm -hmm. just that the amount of hate that's going through, like seeping through the cracks. It's it's, it's loud enough that it's a joke. Yeah. But, but, but the people that do know the material, I'll cancel that. No, cancel that. (laughs) (laughs) And the people, the people that don't, that do know the material, like the show or yeah. love the show, but the people that don't know the material hate the show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're just like, oh, why are gay people here? Mm-hmm. Why is this going on? I, I it goes I back to like this. I still feel like that's a weird criticism. It to really go, like, is. It's really weird like, to find something. Yeah, to find you that. thought you you think all the uh, all the spores would have taken all the gay people out of the world. You know, <laughs> you know they eat the most flour. You know that's yeah. like I don't. Where's I, my I, paps? I, I, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like they're baking them cookies, right? Yeah. That's what they do. Ben Shapiro still has a podcast in the apocalypse. No one listens, no to, one him. listens to him. It's just him and a disconnected mic. Going like, <laughs> just like, does it go so, anywhere? Don't America is uh, already gone by the spores. But you know what? It's just a conspiracy developed by the Democrats. Oh, my God. Please, <laughs> please tell me it's yeah. like Fury Road where he's the guitar dude. Yeah. Where he's just strapped to a mic. And he's just like this. And he's just like, conspiracy. Democrats, <laughs> Democrats are to blame. <laughs> it's you know, the liberal mentality are, you know, brainwashing like, you. When, when I watch the show, the Fireflies are really much like the Democrats. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, they're Nazis. They're no. Nazis. I'm going to say this. Look, Pedro Pascal looks nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I know. Not that's at all. A, I know. That's a so, weird complaint. Yeah. So how, they how hate you... Bella, Bella Ramsey for looking like, not looking mm-hmm. like Ellie. That's that's I dumb. I for the way she looks. She's great. Yeah. No, she's, she's such a great personality. No, it's not even her acting. It's not even like. It's the way she looks. She, yeah, it's the way she looks. Yeah, shut that's up. That's your nitpick. Yeah, who like, cares? She's I, great. Hey, Bella Ramsey, if you listen to us, you're doing a great job. We yes. love you as Ellie. She's, she's doing an awesome job. I yeah. thought If anyone wants to clip this and send it to her, let her know. She's doing great. We all love them. The last, the this last episode. Oh man, she killed it. Yeah, this she was a good it. episode this for her. Oh, I haven't seen this. The the the, 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 the mall. Oh, yeah. yeah, the mall. Yeah, I the cannot watch The Last of Us at night. I get stressed out. So you're not watching it tonight. I'm not watching it tonight. I watch it tomorrow. I get <laughs> yeah. no. I get yeah. real stressed out. Apparently, this... I've been grinding my teeth while I sleep watching The Last of Us. <laughs> Dang yeah. Yeah. So, so... personal issues. You gotta work out. <laughs> by by Dude. that point, sponsor better help. <laughs> sponsor Zannies. <laughs> Finish your point. I got to move on to some other stuff. Need to mellow out. Take a zanny. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, 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 Bella Ramsey has been doing an awesome job. She did an awesome job with the material. She's really been able to bring Ellie to life on the sc- on, on the on the small screen, and I, I think if you are so small minded that you can't separate the looks of a character that a couple of that coders designed and then put up in a video game compared to a real live person i think at a certain point you just you don't you you couldn't figure out what else to complain about that's yeah. what we've literally been saying this entire time nick you just yeah. wanted to have the final word I did. You? <laughs> congrats congrats you, you just repeated everything people are not going to clip what you said they're going to clip what we said the jokes and stuff 
No. People are not going to clip anything. No. Like I'm going to go one above you. <laughs> no one's going to do no that. One, no, one, no one's clipping anything and sending yeah. it to Bill Ramsey. No, please do. Come on. We love her. Yes. We uh, in some Nintendo news, uh, I'm just going to speed through this because it's probably stuff that you guys aren't really watching, but whatever. Uh, Super Mario Brothers gets an early release in China. Uh, it's about a couple weeks, right? Or like a couple days before? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Pokemon Presents was uh, this last Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys are watching it on Wednesday. Uh, new stuff was coming out. New DLC for Scarlet and Violet came out. with uh, That's coming in winter. Uh, they did a new Terror Raid that ends on March 17th. With two new Paradox Pokemon that are coming out that you can get. That are not in the game yet. More than likely will probably be in the DLC when it comes out. Uh, they revealed a classic TCG set. That'll be coming out at the World Tournament in March, I believe it is. It's pretty cool. If you saw the present, it looks pretty cool because yeah. they're re-releasing Blastoids, Venusaur, and Charizard. I think they're also re-releasing a couple wow. of cards from the first generation. Really? Yeah, they're Dude, doing that. So that I don't sucks. know if the value is going to drop. It would. Because it's not a full reprint. I think it's going to be like specially logoed or something like that. Uh, and the set looks pretty cool. I'd spend a good three hundred dollars on it. Here's the reason. Here's the reason why the set would drop is because if it looks. Almost identical, but it has this one little tiny sticker on it. What's the difference? I mean, it's the same thing that can be said about the pops. Exactly. That's why pops. That's why pops don't hold value if they get a reprint. If they get a re-release, or if they were in, or if they if they sold mass, mm -hmm. like everywhere everywhere got them. That's those are the pops that aren't worth as much. They're worth like ten bucks. Whereas if you have a pop that was exclusively only on Amazon for this amount of time, or only at a at you know San Diego Comic Con during this specific time, and then we never made them again, those are the pops that are usually pretty valuable. Yeah, it's the same thing with this. If you have cards that are from the original set and then you reprint them, people are just gonna go, well, why would I spend the five hundred dollars? To buy that Charizard when I can buy this pack or this box that has, set Charizard. That has it for $20. It'll be, and it would plummet the price. It'll be interesting because as far as we know from what we heard at the present, they said that the TCG Classics collection is only going to be released at the World Tournament in Japan. For now. It's going it, to... It'll it, probably be it, a worldwide release with a limited a amount of them coming out. Once it hits to the America, public. everyone's going to go crazy. Oh, yeah, Kill that's, that's people. I mean, the people that... <laughs> Walmart stabbings again. Taking two. <laughs> <laughs> he got two. He, he got, got two. <laughs> uh, they're also uh, finally the revealed more information about Pokemon Sleep, which is this app that uh, will monitor how much you sleep, and you can get this little thing called a Pokemon, a Pokemon Go Plus Plus, a uh, little device that you put what? under your pillow, and Pikachu will sing you lullabies what? or talk to you as you sleep, and it monitors how well you Why sleep. Why the hell would you want that? I want it. Yeah, of course you would want that. <laughs> God. <laughs> you already have an annoying animal in your house. Why would you want another one? Because this one. Yeah, he wants a Charmander. Yeah, I want a Charmander, yeah. dude. So you, as you fall I got, asleep, I got you a just shiny Growlithe. Cha, cha, cha. And I got a Ratatat. That's what I got. Charmander. <laughs> cha. That's what you uh, want? Why'd you go to sleep? No, sure, whatever. Pokemon sleep. That's wants, coming out in the summer. It's gonna be Pokemon great. Pokemon in his ears, whispering sweet nothings. Alongside that, <laughs> uh, Shigeru Miyamoto had an interview recently. Uh, they asked him a couple questions. One of the questions, which is kind of morbid to ask him because it's like, dude, like, let's not talk about this, okay? The guy's immortal, please. They asked him. No one's immortal. No, shut up. Okay, okay he said, they, uh, <laughs> shut your mouth. 
Yeah, oh, exactly. Rudd. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Paul Rudd too. He's that guy is straight from the bathroom. He's showing his age. Uh, so they asked him if he could live in any world he created after he died, what would he choose? And he responded with, I really love the work environment that I'm in because I get to engage in so many different environments where I can change the kind of works I do all the time. So I think it might just be my desk or my bathtub. It's interesting because that's a parent answer. Like, that's a parent yeah. Answer. So it's like, like, who's your favorite kid? You know what? I get the privilege of having all of my kids around me. I just want them to be happy and stuff like that. You just go in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? <laughs> They're all my favorite. They're all my favorite. No, no, no. You make a choice because I'm going to shoot one. Then it would be me. <laughs> you know what? The choice is my heart. <laughs> I always thought it was. It, 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 <laughs> I always loved the one where it's, uh, what was it? Where they go like, you have to choose a, ch- a kid and they choose they choose that kid and they kill the kid. I'm the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, now you have to live with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also asked uh, Shigeru Miyamoto what the environment of uh, Nintendo would be like once he leaves, and he believes that the essence of Nintendo would still stay the same. Chaos. He <laughs> you know what? It's kind of interesting because I think Shigeru Miyamoto still sees Nintendo as this like company that develops great worlds and gets people interested mm-hmm. in all this other stuff. He just doesn't see that the Nintendo people are menaces and pretty violent and yeah. kind of asshole-ish. Like, yeah. I was getting lie. mad at people reacting to Nintendo World at Universal Studios, just how they react. I'm gonna cry. I'm here. Like, get out of Dude, it. Get over I, it. Look, I like, all I want to do is I want to run around like Mario and Nintendo World. Are you gonna cry? If you cry, I'm not gonna cry. Gonna I'm cry. gonna laugh so hard when Brian actually runs over to a block and tries to punch it. <laughs> it's just, ah! And it's actually it's it looks yellow, but it's just like it's brick painted yellow. <laughs> just pff, all ah! Ah! You lied to me, Miyamoto. So you lied. Really quick, sorry, because my sister was watching uh the um, people at Nintendo World, and one of the things is that they were eating the the soup there, and it's a mushroom soup. Yeah. And so then they go and eat it, and they're eating it, and they're like, "Yeah, there's like a strong taste of mushroom in it." And I'm like, "No, duh! You're eating a mushroom soup." And they're like, "It's good." I'm like, "But do you like mushrooms?" I'm thinking in my head, it's "Like, tell me if you like mushrooms or not." And they're like. Some people like it. Some people don't. I'm like, your whole basis of your review relies on if you like mushrooms or not. Tell me if you like mushrooms or not. <laughs> like, there are people if you like if you don't like mushrooms. You know what? This has I too much see. mushroom in it for a mushroom soup. Yeah. Then what do you want? What yeah. do you want? Huh? What's yeah. in a mushroom soup? I don't know. Mushroom. Mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little bit like... of onion. Yeah. I, I will look. I'm excited. I want, Andy and I have been wanting to go, but we're kind of waiting because the crowds. Oh yeah, have no, been pretty. Yeah. I, we've heard they've been pretty kind of violent. So yeah. have they yeah. really? Well, it's yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. There's this story supposedly that they had to evacuate everyone from the land because a fire alarm went out and they centered everyone in the center of the land and they had to all escape through a warp. Pipe. See, and all <laughs> it this... was a clogged pipe. Yes. <laughs> what? Damn it! Dang it! That was a good one. That's, that's hilarious. That's actually pretty funny. That was good. I can't even be mad at you like that. No, no. I'm sorry, dude. I just thought about it, and I was like, they yeah. all escaped through a pipe, so it got clogged. <laughs> I hate you. On that note, uh, we got to wrap up yeah, comic strips because we got other topics talk to about talk about. That. So, uh, if you guys uh, have not realized it yet, The Mandalorian releases today as this issue comes out. So, we won't be talking about it here in this issue we because we have seen not it. seen it. We have not seen it. We can't go into the future because we're recording this on Monday. Yeah. But. You know, we don't have the gigawatts. We don't. Do we don't have 1.5. We only have 1.4. <laughs> Would you call me? <laughs> 
So here's the deal. We've you seen can't the trailer. We've seen the we've seen the trailer. I think the most we can say is that we're interested in seeing what they're going to do with uh what's her name? Gina Carano's character? Cara Dune. Yeah. Cara Dunn's character. Yeah. Dune. Uh Dune. Because <laughs> they, they they had to write her off, right? You were looking in, into it. Two minutes in, you know, we're not gonna really talk about it that much, but you said that the uh Filoni basically said that they're going to kind of write her in a way where she's off in the galaxy somewhere. Yeah, they're they're basically saying it's a it's a big galaxy and people are fighting for screen time. So, sure. We'll we'll live with that. <laughs> I, I, I prefer I, I like Cara Dune. No, well, Dune. It's, yeah, cuz we see that oh, in the clip. Dude. <laughs> Dune. <laughs> and um it's not that hard. <laughs> uh I see there's a scene where Mando goes back to where I guess uh, I forgot what's his name? Um Grief Carl Cargo. Weathers. Carl Grief Weathers. Cargo. Yeah. Uh, he's talking to him and stuff like that, but we don't see Cara Dune. No. You know. Well, because she's supposed to be the sheriff in that area. Mm-hmm. But she's you probably can, off world doing but something else. That's the easiest thing to say. She's helping out the Republic. Yeah, yeah, you can always say, oh, yeah, she she got assigned to somewhere else. Or you can always say, oh, well, she's on a mission. Uh, the Republic sent her on a mission. We had to uh, reassign her because she was saying some weird, hateful <laughs> things. <laughs> She was saying something about liberals, dude. (laughs) She was going around town saying stuff about building. We came out as a liberal planet, so (laughs) building a wall in the town. She was going. She she kept on trying to build that wall. (laughs) (laughs) We had to administer a vaccine to the entire planet. Build the wall. It was like stop building the wall. (laughs) Then she just started grabbing people. No, you know what? It was because uh, they were administering a vaccine, and she's just not having it, so she had to go Mm, off planet. That yeah, shame. That sucks. Uh, but yeah, but we'll talk about it in the next issue. I, uh, if anything, I I can't wait to see all these Mandalorian. Like that's that's the one thing that we really got to like a oh, good look at yeah. is just a lot of Mandalorians. So I, hope on that Mandal- I hope that the Mandalorians get a lot more screen time than the uh, you know little green piece of yeah. poop. Well, I, <laughs> I think it's gonna be so funny just to see an entire group, of, just in, a group of people on screen. And no one's face is being shown. That's fine. That's <laughs> another thing, too. And I was just going to say that because uh, Star Wars and also John Favreau and Dave Filoni love casting people in the show but not showing their face who they are. That's fine. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. live with that. But I wonder who's going to be some of those uh, Mandalorians. Daniel Craig. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Ted Lasso was a stormtrooper. He was. Jason Sudeikis? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis was a stormtrooper. He's the one that he punched <laughs> baby Grogu Jason in the back. Jason Sudeikis? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, you don't Ted remember Lasso. That Wait, Ted Lasso punched Grogu? Yeah, yeah you dude, don't he's more of my hero now, dude. <laughs> Freaking love him Wait, now. You don't remember? You don't remember that? I, that I forgot it was Jason Sudeikis. It's yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Hey, good job. You know what? If him. I ever meet him, I'm gonna shake his hand and be like, "Hey, thanks for punching that little sucker, dude. You deserved it." <laughs> but first of all, he's gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, he punched him, dude. Punched I, who? Yeah, punched like, Grogu. Oh. He deserved it, dude. And on that note, Ted Lasso <laughs> trailer finally came out. Yeah, Ted Lasso that comes out the second. Yeah. March Dude, 13. March Madness, man. I'm telling Movie you, there's a March lot of stuff Madness. coming out in March. We should do a March Madness. So, talking about this, right? Talking about movies, we started off, technically, this is this the preseason game, right? Yeah. Cocaine Bear, which came out this last <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Just, yeah. oh. If you guys didn't get that vibe from the skit that you watched earlier, <laughs> <laughs> or if you're listening to us, go watch the skit on YouTube. Right okay, now. let's start off by saying this, okay? Because... I think both of you guys had the same thought about Cocaine Bear coming out, and mine was a little more mellow. Yes. I said, no, no, I've never done drugs, dude. 
No, he's, he's becoming a bit, a bit, a bit of not, it's not an insult, a bit of a film snob now. What are you talking about, dude? What do you mean? Because you have to critique every little. Because thing. I'm studying film. What do you want me to do? Film snob. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, you have a stick. Firmly. No, I don't, dude. Behind. Okay, look, I understand when a film is about fun. Film. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, that this movie for me was okay. And that's it's fine. fine. Yeah, it was okay you, for us too. No, you guys said it was good, and I'm like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's fine. I actually had a conversation with a coworker today because they oh haven't God. seen Cocaine Bear, and they didn't go see Violent Night. This is but not I the said, one that doesn't drink water, is it? No, this okay. is different. No, 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 no not him. Not him. Like, Invalid. <laughs> like, get that opinion. Just throw it out. <laughs> it's over. It's You're over. done. Yeah. No. So his his thing was that he was really excited to go see Cocaine Bear because yeah. it's like it you know it's a bear on cocaine. Yeah. And then Violent Night was like Santa Claus kicking ass. It's fine, yeah. right? That's there's something to be excited about there. But I told him this. I said Cocaine Bear is basically like I said on my post on Facebook. I said it's a thirty million dollar movie with a screenplay that has nothing to like you have nothing to care about in that screenplay and a title that literally screams Bro Night vibes. That's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Violent Night, 20 years from now, will probably be a Christmas classic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Cocaine Bear is forgettable. Co- it's okay. No, Cocaine Bear will probably be put in the same place as like Sharknado. Or Piranha. Well, I told you that sci-fi, Piranha, Piranha. Sci- sci-fi I, is already working on a, another movie, Meth Alligator. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, can, I, I can see this going down as James Cameron's greatest movie, a Piranha 3D. <sighs> Did you forget that he also did Piranha 3D? Yeah, he did. What? You, have to, like, <laughs> you don't have to talk about James Cameron. All right, let's talk shit. about... Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to talk about no, that no, 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 no. We can... <laughs> Stop. I know what you're going to say. No. What? Don't was... say anything. Okay, but going back to Cocaine Bear. Elizabeth this, Banks. Elizabeth Banks directed this one. Was I was shocked. I found out a couple weeks ago that she did this movie. Yeah. Yeah. You said Elizabeth Banks, Andy got all freaked out about it. Now she wants to go watch it. (laughs) She was like, oh my God, Pitch Perfect? No, she was just because she loves Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Because she's been in a lot of stuff. I forgot. She was in Modern Family. Yes. She was in 30 Rock. Yes. And she was also in Scrubs. Mm -hmm. Yes. Elizabeth Banks has been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's got a lot of, like, she's been in a lot of, like, little parts here and there. She's She's been in a lot of movies, too. Yeah, she's also gotten small parts in movies, but in big, well-known movies like 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, She was also in uh, Slither. Yeah, she was yeah, in Slither too. Also in Brightburn, knocked up, knocked up. So was she in knocked up? She was one of the girls that uh, he's trying to hit on. Oh yeah. So right. <laughs> Andy was giving me a little bit of crap. She was making fun of me for this because we went to after we watched Cocaine Bear, yeah. went to a, a friend's party. Yeah. Afterwards, right. we and uh, I was like, oh, you know, I was telling him like, oh, go have fun with the, like your friends and your sister, uh, take care of her, or whatever, because you know they were drinking a lot, and I spent my time in the corner uh, researching Elizabeth Banks. And I- <laughs> So you were internet stalking her for a little bit? I, I kind of was. And the only reason why was because I wanted to know exactly like what she's done. Yeah, this was, I mean, this obviously this wasn't her That's first That's weird. Directing. Why is that weird? I You're was interested. You're a weird man. No, because I was interested in knowing You're what she's done. You're at a party and then you went like, oh. Because I was thinking about cocaine bear. You were like this at a party. Yes. I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, well, why yeah, is this movie about okay? This yeah. Apparently she's the That's young. You she was the. That is she, what you did. She holds the record for being uh, having the biggest uh, weekend box office or like total whatever it was like mm-hmm. total box office uh, amount for yeah. a movie in a di- uh, directorial debut. Was that which, for Charlie's Pitch Angels? Perfect. No, Pitch Perfect Two. Oh, Pitch Perfect Two. Oh, okay. Because like, she that was her directorial debut. Oh, that's right. She I, produced the first. One. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Honestly, Korea Three might beat it. 
There's a lot of buzz oh, about Creed 3. But then I have to be better. And then I have to be Michael B. Jordan. You can't beat Michael B. Jordan. You couldn't even you couldn't beat him in a foot race. Probably not. <laughs> you couldn't even beat him on looks alone. Wow! <laughs> I'm just saying. What? No, honestly, yeah. But still, I was that saying, you know what, dude? Are you trying to say that you're more No, better I'm just saying. I, look, B. man. Okay, sometimes the truth hurts, and right now I don't want to hear that truth. Listen, per, listen. Michael B. Jordan's a handsome looking. Get man. a picture of you and Michael B. Jordan. And go to Andy and go. Which one? <laughs> you can marry him right now. He'll have all my memories. <laughs> which body would you prefer me to have? This hurts. You see what you've done? You see what you've done? You see what you've done? This is stabbing me in the heart. He doesn't want to know that answer. No, I, no, you know what? Fine. Let her be. She's she's an adult. She can do her own decisions. You don't need to ask the question. You know the answer. <laughs> I would want that body. What are you talking about? <laughs> kidding me? Give me five years. Give me five years. Five years? Five years. Five yeah, years dude. Today. No, if you want to do it healthy. Yeah. What day is it today? It's February 27th, right. 10.07. And the clock starts now. No. Thinking about it. <laughs> the clock starts now. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> you, see, you see it here. See it here. <laughs> five years from now. Five years from now. I want to see five years from now? You just. I want to. I want to see you play spoons on your on your abs. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. You don't think I will? I will. No, you won't. All right, fine. <laughs> Issue one thirty seven. Remember that. So you cocaine like, bear. Cocaine bear. <laughs> you like tacos. You will be snorting cocaine on off my abs, dude. Damn. Dude. I'm in. Yeah. I am so in. Friendship goals. Yeah, that is a friendship goal right there. Luba Brian snort some cocaine off him. Cocaine bear. Okay. Cocaine Overall, bear. I thought it was okay, but what do you guys think about it? I, I thoroughly liked it. Um one scene I keep running through my head that I think I enjoy, I said it after we saw the movie, was the ambulance scene. Because I think for me, it was the combination of just like the, the actors in that scene and then the music and then just like how brutal everything was. It really stuck with me. So spoiler alerts for Cocaine Bear. If you haven't seen it, go watch it, then come back, listen to the rest of this podcast. I agree. Yeah. I do agree. The ambulance scene was probably the most fun. But I think Monica and I both agreed after watching that movie that you just didn't want to root for the bear at that point. You're just like, dude, this bear's an asshole. Dude. Yeah, the, the, I think that was the 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 biggest gripe with me is that they didn't make the bear likable or like or even rooting for the bear. No, or even rooting for anyone because you made a good idea about having something, someone or something against the bear, like an antagonist yeah. or a protagonist yeah. of some sort. Because they they set up the the. Uh, the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah. In the very beginning, with the first kill, mm -hmm. they set it up where the bear kills his wife. Mm -hmm. Spoiler, for Cocaine Bear. Uh in in the you know, first like fifteen twenty minutes of the movie, mm -hmm. and I and then he didn't die. He was able to get away. Yeah, and then at the so, end they killed him off screen. Did he die off screen? He died off screen. That's when Ray Ray Liotta's characters, uh, they find they find the hiker, and that that was him. Oh, I thought that was a wife. No, that was no. the wife. No, it was the no. The guy died. Oh, I thought was it was fresh. the wife. No, he had the same shirt. It was the same shirt. It was kind of dark. After I'm gonna rewatch it with Danny anyway. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I gotta, probably, I gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah. rewatch that. But I okay. I enjoyed this movie. I just kind of wish that the bear had more had better motives than to just want cocaine. Well, because. That was that was the thing though is that it, it didn't at a certain point just want cocaine it just wanted to kill. Yeah, it was weird because when it because um, 
when, when people didn't have cocaine, yeah, because the, the perfect example is the ambulance scene. There was no cocaine around them. There was there was the assumption of cocaine. Yeah, dude, we're gonna get demonetized for saying cocaine so much. Fine, <laughs> we're not getting monetized, but this is gonna get like blacklisted. No, but fine. Honestly, the white stuff. The, the, the devil's powder. candy. The, yeah. Devil's candy. Uh, no, pixie sticks. No sugar. No, that's still gonna that's still gonna get us flagged. Who cares? Whatever. Uh, Susan retired, stuff. anyways. Susan Wojcicki, CEO of YouTube, she retired, so we're free. Anyway, the the but that was the thing though is that they didn't. If he would have just been atta- if she would have just been attacking because the bear's a she. Yeah. Even, oh yeah, the bear is a mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. bear's a mom. But if she would have attacked only when cocaine, you know, only when the white stuff was around. <laughs> just say cocaine. No one cares. I do. Uh, even when even when it's around, I mean, only when it was around. Then I feel like I would have understood. Then I would have been like, oh. But that like was the thing is there, there there, was the assumption of cocaine in that ambulance scene because when uh, one of the paramedics tries to get off the bag, she sees the red bag and assumes that that has cocaine in it, right? But she doesn't stop. She chases the ambulance. Exactly. So that's what I was telling Renee was just like, you know, to me it bothered me because every kill up to that point that she went to go snort cocaine afterwards or they had some sort of cocaine on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what got her to basically say, like, I got to go after this person. But then but that was the other thing, though, is that I don't understand because if there was cocaine in the vicinity of that area, because there was a bunch that the that the uh, wildlife specialist ran into, why did he go? Why did she go to the sheriff's hut in the first place? That's true. Why was it, why was it even there when there was more? See, like, like we just like they moved the bear around yeah. just to make scenes. Because so what I figured was that they 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 figured out these interesting scenes and they just needed to get the bear yeah. there. They just needed to figure out how do we get the bear here? It how just do we get happened this? to be there? Yeah, and, essentially. And you know what the funny thing is? I always kind of questioned why Moose Knuckle failed. It was Kevin Smith's uh, version of Jaws. It was going to be a moose on oh. moose, and it was murdering people in the woods. Mm-hmm. I think this is the reason why. Well, they that's, were already doing Cocaine Bear. I think I think they were in development for Cocaine Bear. And that nobody, sounds and, about right. And yeah. when they and because it was about two to three years ago that mm-hmm. he was mentioning it, mm-hmm. and because it was going to be part of the Yoga Hosers, uh, oh. like trilogy. The the last movie was going to mm-hmm. be Jay and Silent Bob versus mm-hmm. the co- versus uh, uh, a moose. Mm-hmm. And it was going through the forest, eating and killing people. Mm-hmm. That would make sense that it couldn't really find a studio or find anybody else mm-hmm. if Cocaine Bear was already being developed with right. Elizabeth with yeah, Elizabeth with Banks. Universal. But I'm gonna because this Universal. is this, this is what I told you guys, right? That would make sense though. Cocaine Bear to me felt like a mixture of like a fun slasher movie mm-hmm. because that's kind of what it was. Well, it this just, is a they. Categorizes as a horror comedy. As a yeah. horror comedy, a which horror is fine. Comedy. There were horror elements to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was that scene where the uh, what is the ranger basically puts her hand on the window mm-hmm. and it goes like, mm-hmm. and then she like brings it down super slow, mm-hmm. like that. The, the, those scares that exist on there. Mm-hmm. My issue with it is that with like a good slasher, right? You can have good slashers where it's just mindless killing, mm-hmm. but like you said, Nick, there has to be that incentive to bring the slasher from point A to point B mm-hmm. and a reason for them to basically kill this person. Why are they a threat? Are they just doing it because is, you know, are they a, a threat mm-hmm. to this slasher? Whatever it is, there was no real threat to the bear because no one really had a weapon 
or no one could really take down the bear. No one could. Yeah. And even still, the idea of the bear just he being on cocaine, nothing happened. Yeah. No, nothing happened. But the, <laughs> the yeah, right. Uh, the idea of the bear basically killing because she was on cocaine mm-hmm. still doesn't work because when she was on cocaine, she wrestled one of the guys and yeah. the guy still walked away. Yeah. Yeah, because she was high. Mm-hmm. So then, what was it? What was the incentive for the bear to kill? Mm-hmm. It That's wasn't. The thing, yeah, and that, they they even said that was it because this was a black bear. Mm-hmm. They said black bears are usually nonviolent, but they it, said if you challenge it, it could go off on its own. It yeah, would, it, will, it will leave you alone. You're, you're better off fighting it than being limp. Whereas mm-hmm. uh-huh. a brown, uh, which and that was a that was a black bear, right? And the yeah, brown bear, you're supposed to stay limp. Yeah. Yes. Black bear, you lay down. Brown bears, you, you it, switch it. You fight, yeah. Or you like act more menacing. Yeah. What I will say is this highlights of this movie, right? Anytime the bear was on scene or was on a scene, best part of the movie. Yeah. The not, bear was it. Not going to lie, I do kind of wish there was more real bear. Oh, than a digital bear? This isn't Jackass 4, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's true especially i think because the way they wanted the bear to move around mm-hmm. obviously you know being a bear that has to be they wanted a more cooking. cartoony yeah and like they gave it facial expressions which was interesting but when when the when the scenes when you had to see the bear and look at it it was scary to see that bear sometimes they, had, they gave it like a really good scary face she had a slash like a like a cut on her face mm-hmm. where her eye was mm-hmm. um anytime she like was snorting cocaine she'd like you can tell it hit her Mm-hmm. Or whenever she wanted to go after someone, the eyes just frowned all of a sudden. Like you yeah. knew you were like that was it. Yeah, dead. That moment. Uh, but to me, none of the real life human characters were at all interesting. Besides the kids, the kids were kind of funny. The kids were funny. I liked uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Ice Cube's son in here. He was funny. yeah. He was funny. Who's Ice Cube's O'Shea, son? O'Shea the, Jackson Jr. Yeah, the 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 dude with the jersey. The dude with the jersey just kept getting messed up. That the was his kid. Time. That's, that's that's Ice Cube's son. Ice Cube's kid. He was it, that chemistry took the entire film to build, and mm-hmm. I didn't like them until the end of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, really? I liked. I, I honestly, I I, I think O'Shea Jackson Jr. is pretty good. Annoyed in, in because I was annoyed because I'm like, why do I care? They're drug dealers. There's nothing to care about them. Yeah, like it was just like okay. It was kind of funny. Well, well, I feel like that, that also is your own personal. Thing. Well, they also shoot horses. What? In the whole- I feel like that's like your own, like you know. No, like, I feel like they're drug dealers. Yeah. I don't really give. I don't really care. You about really them. need to give drug dealers a, a second. Chance. <laughs> you haven't met my <laughs> drug dealer, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you haven't found no. the right one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just yeah. like think about it, right? Like the that when we first meet them, yeah. right? We know that what that the uh, what's it called? Sid's kid, mm-hmm. the like one of the two pairs, mm-hmm. basically. She or he saw someone he loved died in front of her and he's sad and he's like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be part of this business anymore. Yada, yada, yada. Like the story didn't develop enough for me to actually care I see about what you it. Mean. I, yeah. I think it's so funny that because I was thinking about it earlier and I just want to be in the pitch meeting that Elizabeth Banks had where she goes, what if we made Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> And then turned it from a kangaroo into a bear. God damn it, dude. It is kangaroo Jack. <laughs> and it just murders everybody. Yeah, I don't ever want to see kangaroo Jack again because I'm afraid it might not age well. No, it it's, didn't. Not it's not it good. Doesn't it's not good, well. right? It's okay. Not good. But that's what this movie is. It's no. kangaroo Jack, oh, but with a bear. Oh, my God. That kind of is. I mean, but I'm thinking about it. It's, it's, it's kangaroo Jack on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's just kangaroo Jack. Because it has the same premise of like it's two mobsters, yeah, 
trying to get their bag of two drugs. people involved. No, in the they had, a, but they had a bag of money that he put inside of his sweater, and they yeah. put the sweater on the kangaroo, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get the sweater off the That's kangaroo. Right. Whereas this one is the bear is hunting down their coke. Mm-hmm. It's Kangaroo Jack. That's interesting. I didn't think about it that way. The That's... only thing that this movie was missing was the bear rapping. <laughs> it's the only thing we were missing from this movie. Oh my god! What were we gonna say? No, I was like, uh, I think for me, the the it felt the movie would have felt more satisfying if something did happen to the bear, but obviously the the bear doesn't OD, the bear doesn't die or fall or something like that or get killed in any sort of way. No, but you could tell that because they ended it that way, they want to do a sequel. It's open to a sequel. Well, that was the other thing too, is that at the very end of the movie. It shows that the cops are there. And yeah. The cops are, are are dealing with the situation of you know the whole ambulance mm-hmm. and you know whatever happened over at the sheriff's station yeah. and everything else and just like you know the horror that's mm-hmm. been going on on the mountain. And then it then shows you that apparently there's hikers that are filming this bear. Yeah, apparently they're like they're letting people walk through the mountain. Yeah, freely. Like, see, after but that, like, no, see. no, like nobody went like we need to make a hunting party, mm-hmm. which also. That would be a sick movie. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the Predator movie mm-hmm. where they have like all of these like awesome people who mm-hmm. are just hunters yeah. and they're all hunting cocaine bear? Yeah. See, that's not a bad that's idea. A sequel. That's, that's I, a sequel. I'm going to yeah. propose this. Okay, yeah. if Paramount wants to reach out. Look, this movie, what do they have to lose? They're going to make their budget back. It's a $30 million movie. I, th- I think it already made its budget back yeah. off this opening weekend. Ant-Man and the Wasp beat it. But still, Were like, a, it's, a Marvel, it's a Marvel movie. Of course, yeah. it's going to. We thought that Cocaine Bear was going to win no, this weekend. I didn't. I, but knew, I knew Cocaine Bear look, wasn't going to win. Look, Paramount, if they want to reach out to us and give some, you know, some newbies the opportunity to screenplay this, this Cocaine Bear 2 script, we can do it. I think we got some pretty good ideas. We can't talk about it. 72.6 million worldwide. Worldwide, right? and it made uh, opening weekend was 11.4. But overall, it did make seventy-two points. There it is. So, so it, made it made its money. money and it more. made its money back and more. That's so fine. there will be a cocaine bear too. So then let's write it. Mm-hmm. Let's I, write cocaine I, bear two. I, I think a cocaine bear two, and then what high you do, on life. But what you do is then you go you go bigger. You get Keanu Reeves. You get. <laughs> you I was get told Tom, of a bear. You get Tom Cruise. <laughs> you get Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they go hunting. Why are you giving bear. people our idea? And they go hunting this bear. Why are you giving people this idea? Because it's on record. If they, and if anybody steals it, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna get a. We thought about this first. I want to get a story credit. <laughs> <laughs> Produced by our executive producers. Exactly. What you don't understand how story credits work? Yeah, no. I want to get paid for just coming up with an idea yeah. and, they, and then them using a very similar idea. Mm-hmm. I think Cocaine Bear is fun. Uh, Cocaine Bear is fun. Yeah. Just to wrap it up, it was a fun movie. Overall, it did its job. It made me entertain. It's a movie that I feel like you really need to think about who you recommend to. You can't just throw around this movie as like, oh, yeah, go watch it. I was so worried while watching it with Monica (laughs) because halfway through it, I'm like, this movie is hilarious and I'm enjoying it. I like it. You're like, I like this movie, but that could mean that Monica is hating this entire movie. And I'm going to hear it when we're done. (laughs) And then as soon as we left, she was like, I liked it. It was dumb, but it was like that good kind of dumb. (laughs) And I'm like, thank God. I think Andy will probably <laughs> like it only because it's Elizabeth Banks. Oh, Mandy will like this movie regardless. She likes all these ridiculous movies. She likes The Love Guru. Wow. Yeah. Shh, wait, hold that on. Oh, I'm, not, so I'm, not, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> wait, hold on. Is that her favorite movie? No, she just likes watching that movie. Like when it's on, I go, oh, change it. She goes, no, I like this movie. I'm like, okay. Wow, 
I'm sure. I'm gonna go on the Hulu. Love Guru. Yeah. Is that her favorite? No, it's not. Like I said, it's not her favorite. She just movie. likes it. She just likes it. And I'm like, really? You, you really, you, you really to sit down and watch the Love Guru? I don't know. I don't know. Is that as bad as uh, That's My Boy? Because I like that movie. I like that. That's my boy. I like that movie. Yeah, I think that movie. I think that actually yeah. might be Adam Sandler's best movie he's made in a while. I don't know about that, but still, it's a good <laughs> film. Like... <laughs> All right, so we got to wrap this up because we got one more topic to talk about. We're bringing back the conversation of comic books. Why? We don't talk about that stuff here. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. In a comic book store, we don't talk about comic books. No, just... Renee hears it all the time from people that walk into the store. It's like, so... Do you uh do you, do you have this uh, Batman comic uh, this this story where Batman's a detective? Yeah. Yeah. Which can you can you show me one? I just get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason we're talking about comic books is because have you, have you had that moment in Clerks where they go like, hey, where where are your new releases and just no, yeah, that says no, new I've had that. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've literally had that. So where do you have your comic books? <laughs> I literally go like that. Yeah, and they're like, oh, oh, it says new this week. You oh, know what's oh. interesting? You get a lot of questions about manga. Or I manga. Did. Yeah. Manga, excuse uh, me. So really quick, I had a guy that called me, and I it was on Sunday. He calls me up. It's, mind you, it's 3 o'clock. I close at 4. He calls me. He goes, hi, yes, I'm uh, heading towards your store. It says I'll get there by 3.30. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I close at 4. Oh, okay, well, I just I just wanted to let you know, too, is that I take a long time of uh, looking around. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, are you going to buy something? He's all like, I'll definitely try to buy something. Um, but I'm just going to let you know that when I get there, um, I, I, I want to see everything that you have. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a lot. But you, you're free to you know, look around and stuff like that. And then he comes in. He just takes a quick skim, doesn't buy anything, and leaves. That's just a quick skim? <laughs> yeah, he just looks around. You know, Because we we, there's only a few places we have manga. We have it right there in that little corner. And then we have it like underneath the comic wall, right? And that's it. That's mm-hmm. all the manga we have. And he just kind of looked around, and then he's all like, can I sit down on the floor and look at him? I'm like, yeah, he can. I'm not going to tell you no. He's all, okay. And then he just looks around. See, but that's not your fault. That's just kind of like, you know, hey, as a customer, understand that the store has hours to work with, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, because you've also got a life to go home to yeah, as well. Yeah, like, you chose you to leave at this certain time. <laughs> no, he just gets into his, like, uh, what is it called? Cryogenic pod in the back. I thought you just... slept in the back of the store. <laughs> Some people think cryogenic pod, dude. That's all it is. Uh, talking about comics, uh, the ultimate universe, which we once yeah. thought was going to be permanently disbanded and forever done. Yeah. Uh, is coming back. It's coming back. Yes. So if you're not familiar with the uh, ultimate universe in Marvel comics, basically it's an alternate universe uh, where characters have different origins. And I it's, think the, yeah, it's a, the whole premise of the ultimate universe was to reestablish Marvel characters in a modern world. And yes, and that's what it whole was. So it was telling the origins of both Avengers, X-Men and Spider-Man in particular in a modern day while Marvel Comics was doing it. But they're still going off of like the original origins. Mm-hmm. Like Miles back in the is 19th from century. Ultimates, right? Yes. yes. That's where we get Miles Morales. That's where the like that. original Peter Parker dies in the hands of Green Goblin. So essentially this universe died in the hands of writer Jonathan Hickman writing the Secret Wars story arc that happened a couple of years back. I think 2018 or something. And um, he is the one that is coming back. And writing, which is called The Ultimate Invasion, which has to do with both Miles Morales and Reed Richards from this universe. But the thing is, is that Reed Richards is essentially a bad guy and from this universe because he's he's um, crazy in in his head thinking that he is like the all knowing, all purpose. smart. He grew too smart for his own good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when Jonathan Hickman was asked about bringing this back, he says revisiting the idea of ultimate comics couldn't be 
re- replicating or revisiting what Brian did, which is the artist. Uh, what Brian did in the original Ultimate. Oh, no, not Brian. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis is one that created the Ultimate Universe. Uh, Brian in his original Ultimates, creating a streamlined, modernized version of that would eventually become the spin of the MCU, which is true. That's where a lot of the MCU takes from um, yeah, its... Take from the Ultimate yeah, they do take a lot from the Ultimate Universe. Cre- um, from the MCU, and certainly couldn't be what I did, which was a final chapter of pre-existing universe. Um, he said, we also thought that the very idea of the ultimate comics needed to be inverted from what the original universe was. We wanted to be something that could really only exist in the comic space, a new way of thinking about and enjoying a new version of the Marvel universe. Cause I'm pretty happy to say that it feels like we've accomplished those things and we're very excited for everyone to get to read it. Uh, then he went on to say, uh, it's been more than 20 years since I started work on the ultimates a project that would have been big impact on my own career and beyond so when marvel came to me with the idea of revisiting the ultimate universe with the man who so brilliantly and spectacularly destroyed the last one i was i was both feet i was both feet in hitch said this, this is the artist he's working with he says jonathan is a terrific writer of big spiraling epics and we talked about working together for more than once so this new ultimate universe adventure to unite us is very exciting i get to bring two decades of new experiences as an artist and storyteller to this it's it's new different familiar it's a big budget high concept widescreen storytelling i feel right at home so here's my issue with this yeah like you've said it before, we've said it countless times on this podcast. Yeah, nothing's dead in the comic book world. Nothing really dies, even when they did that in the New Fifty Two. When the New Fifty Two got relaunched, or bringing back the more modern of DC universe, they got rid of the golden age of DC characters. Mm-hmm. So JSA wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Doctor Fate wasn't a thing. It was it was getting rid of the early age and more focusing on what was our money makers. What do like essentially five. millennials like? Yeah, and Batman, Wonder Woman, yeah, Flash, Justice Green League, Lantern, yeah, yeah. And then they basically did that in Rebirth, where they brought back. It was still it's not technically a reboot, but basically they said that oh well the golden universe is not gone. It's just been forgotten, and they brought it back. And now we have our DC universe that we have. It's now. the same thing with uh, Flashpoint, yeah, as well. Because then during, uh, was it, uh, Cl- oh, was it? It was Watchmen or Clockdown or what oh, the Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Doomsday Clock. Yeah, there Doomsday it is. Clock. Yeah, the the what was it? All of the Flashpoint characters started popping back up. Mm-hmm. So I mean. It happens in comics of like this universe is destroyed, but not really. It's been in a pocket universe. Yeah, it's been in the time. pocket universe and it's still been going. Peter on. Parker is dead. They've but all been not in, really. He's or in like subconscious. Or like the universe is gone, but this one, these five characters were able to go into this like so it this looks, portal and jump to a different universe. It looks like they're doing that with the founder, aka Reed Richards and Miles Morales. Yeah, the founder has found a way to bring back the Ultimate Universe, but looks like he needs Miles to do it. This is interesting because obviously, like we're going to be invested in, in reading to see what's going to happen, yeah. right? Because Marvel hasn't had a big arc since Secret Wars. They no, technically they, tried they, to. They, okay, nothing that's at least impact the Marvel Universe, in the comic universe. There's been story arcs that's happened, obviously. Um, but Jonathan Hickman is a phenomenal writer, and anything he writes for Marvel is good and beautiful and will sell. 
Yeah. So him taking on this is really interesting. He's essentially fixing what he did in Secret Wars. I don't want to say it's a sequel to Secret Wars, but it's more like he's taking what he thought was a good idea. But then now Marvel's like, well, we want you to bring that back. Well, Secret Wars wasn't bad. Secret Wars was no, pretty good. No, but he is, he did kill a universe. He did. Yeah, he, he did. killed a lot of universes. To me, when Secret Wars came out, my initial thought was, okay, we have to streamline all these characters because there's way too many things that are going on right yeah. now. We have way too many yeah, origins. At the time, Miles Morales was selling like crazy. Like, yeah. Everyone loved Miles Morales, but he wasn't in the 616 universe. And what Secret, was it AVX or was it Secret? No, it was Secret Wars where... Uh, Peter and no, where where was it? What? Peter and Miles had a conversation mm-hmm. where uh Miles tells Peter that his greatest failure was allowing Peter Parker to die in I his universe. I think that was either in Spider-Verse or That was Spider-Verse. Or Worlds Collide where yeah. they both met. Yeah. And so it's interesting to have those two characters like meet, like mm-hmm. with one being a one essentially seeing the loss of like a a mentor. Yeah. Right. And the other one losing the first love of his life. Yeah. And then kind of like being able to relate in that sense. Right. Yeah. Isn't it's in the spider verse also coming out this month? Yeah. No, uh, a couple months. April. April. Yeah. April. There he is. April. So you get to see all that. Right. It's yeah. interesting because now you have and want to have these two universes exist. But to what degree? Right. Mm -hmm. And I can see this kind of being a way for Marvel to sell comics. Mm -hmm. My only fear is this, is that the comics that Marvel has created so far have been flops. There's no real interest or even investment for me to go out there and say, like, oh, I want the new U.S. agent. Oh, Mm -hmm. I want the new I don't know who's what's or another She-Hulk comic that comes out. There's no real reason because the shows are out on TV or they're out as a movie. Well, now now it's funny that you say that. I've we've had our she she Hulk comic sales kind of go down since the show's been over now. Yeah, the hype went down. That's yeah, exactly. It and it's interesting that they're doing this because this is only market. This is very marketing to just comic book readers, which is fine. Over, yeah, but I see that they're also selling it because Jonathan Hickman's writing it. Like I said, he's a great writer. He's yeah. big. He's a huge. Um, hitter for marvel right now and stuff so it's interesting that they've decided to they're gonna do this they're gonna bring back the ultimate universe and i want to see how's that gonna co coherent with the 616 universe are we just gonna go back and forth and stuff or how long will it last if marvel's smart Mm -hmm. which they haven't been the last couple of months comic book wise or even studio wise they've been kind of like on the downhill yeah basically um, again, still not agreeing with you with the whole Feige thing, but if Marvel's smart, this basically means that they could streamline the 616 universe comic books mm-hmm. and kind of get rid of all the junk mm-hmm. that they don't need. Keep the main you know, comic books alive mm-hmm. and use the ultimate universe to kind of like revitalize and revamp. Yeah. You know, other characters that maybe need a different origin story, more modern origin story. Yeah. That would be interesting, right? That'd be interesting. I would love to see a more uh, an origin story for like characters like moon knight or she hulk if they did that you just know, reestablish them reestablish yeah. them that would make a lot more sense or yeah. even give the ultimate universe a newer set of avengers or because yeah, there's a, more focus on there's other basically ones. a set of marvel characters that are famous now that weren't established in the ultimate universe like mm-hmm. you can do something with shang chi you can do something with like you said moon knight you can do something with um Monica Rambeau or Captain Marvel and stuff, you know, those weren't established in the Ultimate Universe before. And now you can. You can. And you can still keep your big hitters like Peter yeah. Parker dead mm-hmm. because that's still a good influence for Miles Morales right yeah. there. He can carry the learn like the, what Peter Parker has taught him here yeah. in the 616 universe, mm-hmm. take it over to the uh, the Ultimate Universe, mm-hmm. right? Now, 
going on to a different topic is the reason why I said that Marvel Comics isn't really being smart right now. Yeah. One of the big things is uh, that kind of was talked about a little bit in like mo- in like popular media. It was mentioned and then it kind of like went away super quick, but it is worth mentioning. Issue 20 of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So I haven't kept up with The Amazing Spider-Man as much, mm-hmm. the comic books, because it just I'm getting really tired. I think I'm having that fatigue that you feel. Well, I and have they, a lot of people. You're not the only one. You're, you, I have a lot of people dropping Amazing Spider-Man right now. Yeah, because it makes no sense. You've said this before, Nick, where it's like, why can't Peter Parker stay happy? Why can't we just keep him as a successful inventor? Why do we keep needing to bring these problems to him, right? It's because nobody... Because once you write him out of a specific situation, then they get lost on where exactly should we take Peter Parker. And then they then go, well, let's... And then a new artist or a new writer comes in, or I I would say more, a new writer comes in, and then they go, well, we need to bring him... Like, this is way too complicated. We need to bring him back down to ground. We need to ground him down to his foundation. Yeah, we need to go back to his foundation and start him back up again. But the problem is that we've done this little yo-yo for the last, what, 80 years? I would even know because you know what? Issues, I, the first 500 issues of The Amazing Spider-Man were pretty decent in the sense that I felt like whenever there was a yo-yo, it was an interesting arc. Like the Clone Saga, uh, the the last like 50 or so issues of a, uh, ASM where right before he dies was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You still had good stories, but it wasn't the big yo-yo where he loses everything. That's but but that's what I'm that's what I mean though is that I like what's going on right now with him and Mary Jane this whole you know we're we're just friends which was mentioned in issue twenty yeah which was mentioned in issue twenty but the idea is that like oh yeah we're just friends and I'm sure that there's gonna be the I'm sure they're gonna backpedal on this this is gonna this is like we're saying this <laughs> but in we're losing sales on the comic books we need to bring them back. But, kind of thing, yeah. But we're, we're going to backpedal because, you know, everybody wants Mary Jane and, you know, Black Cat. But because people ship Black Cat and Spider-Man together. And they mm-hmm. want Black Cat and Spider-Man together because that's like his Catwoman and everything. Not For everybody- reference, issue 20 is where Peter Parker and Felicity uh, basically have this little confrontation yeah, they've with been, they've the been, Silicone Brothers. They've been... um. Which is a new in, team, I guess. Yeah, Black Cat and Spider-Man have been featured, in, both featured in the past three issues, including this one. So my big thing is that I wouldn't be surprised if in Spider-Man 4 we have a Black Cat. Which is fine. That's I would, fine. I, I don't mind, I and I think that would be interesting if we have Black Cat inside the movies, we have everything else. But my thing is that it's the same problem I have with Batman, too, of they can never be happy. Like Batman finally gets with Catwoman. Finally, you know, she she joins the Bat family. But they're making that much more firm. Have you noticed that? They are. In the and because before with Batman, it was he was jumping around with Batgirl, Catwoman. But for a uh, while, it was just Catwoman straight. Who's Ra's al Ghul's daughter? Talia. 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 And then at one point, didn't he also have a romance with uh, Zatanna? Yeah, but that's more of a that's also more of a Nightwing thing. Okay. But see, but they jumped around, and now Batman's kind of getting it on with Catwoman a lot more. Yeah. Well, he, he's been stable with Catwoman, I mean, to the point where they were about to get married. Yeah. They, where, you know, Batman proposes to Catwoman, and it's like, oh, my God, Batman's finally going to be married. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be awesome. Like, that is such a different take on the character of, like, what happens when Bruce Wayne is married. Mm-hmm. Same thing with what happens when Peter Parker is 
married and happy. What happens to these characters? And then somebody then goes, whoa, not a lot. Mm -hmm. We should really stop this. Like, let's put a monkey wrench in this and then kind of go like, oh, well, the marriage fell apart because of, you know, Batman's afraid of all the all of his villains going after this person. It's like, mm -hmm. come on, dude. Like. That's dumb. But see, this is where Marvel Comics falls apart because we've we've already said Spider-Man is their big hitter. Spider-Man's their big boy. Mm -hmm. But he's their big but money maker. I'm not gonna lie, he's boring. He's boring now, mm -hmm. and he's been he wasn't boring when they re, uh, revamped it after Superior Spider-Man. No, that arc was pretty good. That was pretty good. And then also when Nick Spencer took over and basically kind of like undid everything that Dan Slott did was really good he basically fixed the whole like oh yeah peter doesn't have the company anymore but he has to go back to college because you know his term paper that he wrote was a plagiarism on otto octavius's previous um, works works and stuff like that and so then what he did good also was reestablishing the mary jane and peter parker um relationship they were happy they were happy it was mary jane finally realizing that uh, she can't ask Peter to stop being Spider-Man for the sake of the relationship because that's not fair. And sh that showed that she was being selfish at one point, too, because she knows that Peter can't stop being Spider-Man, even if he wanted to. He still needs because it's his legitly responsibility to be Spider-Man. And, and, you know and, and you can kind of see them adding that aspect mm -hmm. to the video game. Yeah. Because even inside of the Spider-Man PlayStation in the PlayStation game for mm -hmm. uh, Spider-Man. That's kind of where Mary Jane yeah. and him leave off. Of yeah. like, she realizes the city needs a Spider Man. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I I, 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 if I, if I were to tell you to stop being Spider Man, I'd be being selfish. Mm -hmm. And I know the world needs a Spider Man. But yeah. this is the what I hate so me. much about this cat, uh, this uh, black cat scenario, mm -hmm. right? I was gonna say cat, this black cat scenario, right? Glenn, uh, Gwen is the girl he lost. Mm -hmm. Mary Jane is a girl he can't have, and black cat is just what the is fling. it the fling mm -hmm. right it's the the rebound girl she's you always, know what you know, yeah you know what make it interesting give him a new love interest a whole new one silk yeah. a, you, you know. had silk no but no no no, no, yeah. no but i mean like just give him somebody else you give had him, silk for give, a while i know but like give him it, give him a brand new hero or even like just make, a new regular girl. just a new regular person that mm -hmm. like is either like a Spider-Man fan or, you know, not even a like... new girl that challenges Mary Jane because Mary Jane's trying to grow as mm -hmm. an individual. And yeah. she's like, I'm not going to be selfish by telling you, you can't be Spider-Man. So I'm mm -hmm. going to let you do whatever it is that you want. Mm -hmm. But somehow this new love interest, this new girl is able to grow up and be her own independent person while also understanding the responsibilities of Spider-Man and challenges Mary mm -hmm. Jane's kind of like beliefs and you know, foundation of yeah. like why they can't ever be together. Now, That's more interesting. Not, yeah. Also, also, what about if he's able to find this new girl and he's able to make it work? She, he's, she figures out that he's Spider-Man, you know, make her smarter than everybody else. And, you know, she was, she's, she sees certain things or, you know, she sees a picture of Spider-Man or something else. She figures it out. Make her fucking, I'm sorry. 126. You're good. 126. At the very yeah. end, I got it. Make her, uh, what was it? M make her figure it out. Where, yeah. you know, she doesn't need to be told by Peter. She doesn't need to be told mm -hmm. by anybody else. She figures out, oh, 
this is he's Spider-Man. But see, that's and the, I'm proud of my boyfriend for being a hero. Yeah, that's the interesting part. Is that in the video game, Mary Jane's written in a way where she doesn't rely on Spider-Man to kind of be her own person. Yeah, she's still capable and strong enough to do whatever it is that she wants to do and go throughout her entire career. And she kind of teases Spider-Man about the sense of like, oh, you know, you can do this, you can do that, go get him, Tiger, kind of stuff. That that dynamic is interesting because he no longer has to worry about Mary Jane. Mary Jane no longer has to worry about. Spider-Man the because, idea, a partnership. because there's a partnership the idea of giving her him another girl that will work together and kind of be a long-term relationship I don't know why that's so scary for a lot of writers I don't understand that yeah because it's just like why do you and it, it goes back to that foundation you need to make him happy you need to give him that idea and black cat doesn't do that black cat is a sex icon mm-hmm. she's much more than that individually yeah. but around Parker all she does is flirt. She's a thirst trap. She I, is. I feel like she's just a copy. She's just a copycat. She, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, she is a copycat. She's give, copying give, from her own dad. Her dad was black yeah. cat too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, but yeah. Okay. You want a high five? I know you want yeah, credit. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's your one. credit. There you that's go. Good. That's a good one. <laughs> but that's but it's it's a safe bet. Yeah. And I, I I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of Spider Man basically in the comic books just kind of getting these these safeties okay we don't know what we're doing with him so we're just going to do this and i read the end of that uh of this issue i kind of get where they're going with it Mm -hmm. which is kind of like oh well you don't know what you want and black cat's just kind of manipulating his mind i can see a total rewrite where it says he was lost in his head and he was lost in the moment and now he wants mary jane back it's stupid let's do something more interesting do what nick did or what nick said why not allow her to be the the girl in the chair Give her that ability to go. Okay, cool. You're you're Spider Man. I'm also an inventor. I'm also Mary Jane. Super, no, like whoever his new love interest could be, which is fine. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's more involved in his Spider Man. And, and life. you know, and she and she's she's an inventor, and she wants to, and she's like, oh yeah, like it'd be really great if I could ever show Spider Man some of my designs. I I think I could fix a lot of things that he's doing, and then that could, and then that could really interest Peter from an intellectual point of view. And show a different way because he's been after his lustful. He's been after the girl next door. Get somebody that would actually, you know, challenge Peter. A rival. Like a nice, like, rival where it was like, oh, yeah, she's just as smart as Peter. Mm-hmm. If she had the Spider-Man powers, maybe she would even be a better Spider-Man than she was, mm-hmm. than he is. Because she's a genius. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. And even if it eventually ends in, oh, she turns into a villain like all Spider-Man villains do. <laughs> But at least give him somebody new. Give him somebody that can challenge him. Somebody that can spark something new in Mary Jane. And even maybe even Black Cat of seeing like, oh, wow, this is a very solid relationship. I don't understand what the interest of Black Cat is because if you notice that she's been on and off in the comic books for the last like 20 like no 20 issues this past year she's been featured in a lot of stuff she has had her own series uh she's had an iron cat series where she teamed up with iron man because she's showing up in the new spider-man movie and she gets her own iron iron cat suit essentially and i'm telling um, you she's showing up in a movie that's that's fine she's teaming up with mary jane right now but 
That was actually a pretty interesting uh, comic book. Mm-hmm. The one where she teams up with Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. But see, that's my issue. Is that she's going to be in the new movie, Spider-Man 4, and they're mm-hmm. building us up for that, right? We understand Black Cat's origin. We understand the dynamic that Black Cat and Spider-Man have. But right now, the comic books haven't given her a good origin. They haven't written it in a way where it's kind of like, why is she here? Yeah. yeah, and that's what sucks because Black Cat is an interesting character. Mm-hmm. She is that flirtatious aspect. She's the, um, she's the no-no candy for Spider-Man. Where he has his like responsibilities and he's mm-hmm. got to do these things, and then you know Black Cat comes in mm-hmm. and she's just like, "Oh, I'm here to distract you, Peter," and he's like, "Nope, can't do it." Mm-hmm. But then looks over and is like, mm, "No." Mm. But, and you know what? I I have to give a credit to the PS4 to the PlayStation game. That's kind of how they. That's very much. That's how what they it write. is. That's how they write Black Cat. Yeah. Where yeah, he's with Mary Jane, and you know Black Cat comes in to throw, Black, oh, yeah. and then Black Cat just comes to throw a monkey wrench in the entire situation. And he's like, "No, I'm happy." And then she's like, "Yeah, but are you?" And he's like, "Yes, I'm happy. Me and her are in a good place." She's like, "But are you?" But like, are you? Are you? And then he's like, "Oh yes, yeah, stop doing this to me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, and then she leaves, and then she. But and then are you? Yeah, and then she leaves, and then eventually you're like, oh, and then he goes, she was using me the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. That's how that yeah. DLC is. Yeah. And, DLC. and you know, the whole time she was using me, and that's also a very interesting. You know, that's an that's also really interesting. I think that's great if that's they're using Black Cat for it. That'd be cool. But I also wouldn't mind, and I I do that. That is where I think it is. I think they're introducing Black Cat. They want Black Cat more inside of comic books. So that way, in case a casual viewer were to ever pick up a comic book, they would see Black Cat. Mm-hmm. So that way, when the movie, co- when eventually when Spider-Man 4 comes out and Black Cat shows up, mm-hmm. everybody goes, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. And then you go, okay, cool. Like, people know who that is. That's that's great. They have an idea. They just need to write her origin. They need to make her a solid Ultimate character. Universe. And in the ultimate <laughs> universe, we get a in in, in the ultimate universe. Love Miles, Miles gets his own uh, black cat. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> the, the black lizard. <laughs> we got to wrap up this <laughs> issue. That's the version. Uh, he, he doesn't have a lizard yet. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us here. This issue at Keeping Up with the Nerds, issue 137. Just a reminder: go uh, follow us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds. Uh, follow our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com for all the up to date information. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Why am I forgetting words? Oh my god, I feel like we crashed right before the episode, and we cannot do that or the issue. Excuse me. Ah. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel and keep it up with the nerds. Content to come. That's all I'm going to say because I'm forgetting words. Also, follow us on audio platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Bible. Renee, take away. Please. <laughs> this has been Keep It Up With The Nerds, issue 137. My name is Renee. Nick. This is Brian. Signing off from Undersea Comics. We'll see you all next time. Woo! This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.